0: And welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by this week's amazing guest. Every week, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We reframe the lens on business so women just like you know how to achieve not just success, but fulfillment and freedom. I've learned through decades of being a business coach, mother, and entrepreneur how to conquer the business arena, and the thousands of women I've worked with have given me insights and wisdom to share with you. This podcast is about being honest, vulnerable, and real about what we have seen and experienced. We would love to have you join our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. And if you wanna get even more support, visit womeninthebusinessarena.com. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, And I'm going to change things up a little bit today. Normally, if you've listened to any of our other podcasts, you know that I always do them with my co-host, Laura Shook-Guzman. But Laura's going to take a few episodes off, and I'm going to shake things up a little bit. I thought today I would actually bring a guest, my husband, Ed Statman. Hi, all. (laughs) And we thought we would together just share a little bit more about our nomadic adventure. So for those of you who've been listening to the podcast, you know that Since December, we've as a family have been on a nomadic adventure and I've gotten so much interest and so many comments and so many people reaching out to me wanting to know more about what the experience is like, what it feels like, you know, what insights we've had, tips. And um, really, I think just a lot of people are really looking to do this kind of lifestyle. It's a very free lifestyle. It's traveling. It you know we're doing a lot of slow travel, so it's really moving. You know, every three months or so, you know, to really have some time in each place that we go. So yeah, that's that's what we thought we'd talk about. We thought we'd share with you all some of what it's really like. And I thought it would be awesome to have Ed here because whereas you guys always hear me and Laura's viewpoint as a woman, I think there's a lot of women who want to bring their husbands on their pneumatic adventures. And so it would be great to hear some perspectives from a man. So that's really what we're going to do today. What do you think, Ed?
1: that sounds fantastic (laughs) and hopefully i'm speaking on behalf of all the other men out there
0: (laughs) and and this is ed's first podcast ever i believe right
1: i believe it is yes
0: (laughs) so so he's got his training wheels on but it's good (laughs) all right awesome well I guess you know, Ed, what would you say is like some of the the biggest insights you've had so far? I mean, we've been on this adventure since December, so you know, it's but four months in. and really looking at, you know in the experience so far, is it what you thought it would be? is was it a surprise? what are what are some of your greatest insights?
1: Yeah, well, look, thank you for that, sonia. um it is it it is a there is a lot to um to, I guess, um, reflect on or contemplate over the last four months or so since we decided to embark on this journey. And I think um, one, of the, one of the things for me is the, um, I guess, the, the acknowledgement that you can never fully prepare for everything. You can never fully anticipate everything that you will experience in whatever journey you decide to embark on. And so... With that in mind, I think for me, one of the most important lessons um, through this whole process or journey of discovery, if you like, is, is that it's about being present with what is happening wherever you are, whenever it's happening, in whatever place it's happening, and holding a space to appreciate whatever might be happening in that particular moment for you, whether whether it's something that um, uh, you would prefer to be happening or something you wouldn't be preferred to be happening. So in other words, there are challenges along the way um, that come up. And I think if you come from a place of being um, open to have whatever experience you're, you're having and, um, and enjoying that as best you can, uh, even though there might be times when you think, "Oh my God, how did I get into this? What? Well, how did we get to this place?" Um, it's about stepping back, widening back, and looking at that and thinking, "Well, you know, this is part of the experience, and you know, what what what's in it for me?"
0: Yeah. Look, I think that's so awesome because I I think that a lot of people sort of set out on these kind of nomadic journeys or traveling, and, you know, and really changing their lifestyle. And then I think you don't always realize how big of a change it is. I mean, you literally sort of break down all of your boxes, all of the ways that you've been comfortable in the world, all of your previous identities. And and so, you know, there's a lot of joy and pleasure in that. And I love it. But also I think, yeah, there's some reality around um, what happens when the challenges come up? I mean, there's not as much of a comfort zone anymore. There's not as much of things that are familiar. Oftentimes, you're having to really shift identities, you know, and change the patterns of who we are and, and what we've experienced in the past, especially if you've done things like you've been working for corporate for a really long time. And, and then all of a sudden, you're not doing that. How do you redefine yourself? And I think being present and really, you know, appreciating everything that comes is a really good piece of advice.
1: Mm, so true and, and and well put. I think one of the um, the things that one of the realizations that um, I've come to, as part of this experience that that we're having, um, is is um, you know along the same lines as what you're talking about. It's 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 um, learning to be free of. Uh, depending on how you like to put this, an identity, in my case, uh, and that identity being part of a, a corporate or business world, you, you know, in a certain um, capacity um, for such a long time, like over three decades, in my case, uh, being um, in, in particular a variation of a similar type of role. and And then coming to that point now in my life of, Letting that go. I was going to say trying to let go, but it's. it's, I guess I'm still in that in that process of letting that go, discreating it, and 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 seeing what I can recreate from that place. And it's such a it's such a uh, scary, emotional, and um, beautiful, and also um, blessful times. that's such word. I regard it as a blessing. And um, and one that uh, doesn't always feel like that in the moment um, when you're when you're faced with challenges um, that you haven't met or that don't um, that that don't um, uh, fulfil your expectations or your preconceived ideas about how things should be. Um, so I think it's very important, at least it was for me, and still is, to be open to the possibility of what could be outside of that old identity that we're trying to let go of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, and I, I feel it's the same for me and for the kids as well. Like we're all breaking free of, you know, previous ideas of what life is about and how it's experienced. And, and I think, you know, sometimes you know, you get excited or you think about the dreams that you have. And then when you get there to those experiences, because this was definitely a dream of mine, you know, you you don't always realize how hard it can be to actually embrace the dream, to settle into the dream, to, to actually appreciate and, and experience it. I mean, I know for myself, I'm still struggling to um, really embrace the freedom. Like there's still these kind of constraints and ideas I have about what I should be doing and, you know, what I should be doing with my time. And even though I have so much more free time, you know, I'm still operating a business and we're still running as a family, but there's a lot of obligations and there's a lot of things that have been taken off our plates. And I think, just trying to readjust and embrace what you've actually created sometimes is still really hard. Um, and that's something I'm still navigating as well in this process.
1: Mm, Such an interesting contemplation for me that it can be so hard to find yourself (laughs) in all of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I feel like, like, you know, Why is that? Why is it
1: so hard to find yourself?
0: (laughs) Well, and that's the thing is I think, you know, I don't think sometimes we realize how big a life change these experiences are. And and they strip us away of what we have thought was ourself or the identities or the pieces of our lives that we've held onto, the ego, you can call it lots of different things. And so when you strip that away, when you realize that's actually not who we are and that's actually not the way we need to operate anymore, I think, yeah, there can be a grasping at straws, if you will, to try to to hold on to some of those old identities and some of the old ways we operated when really it's about redefining everything. And that's the opportunity you have on a journey like this is you have the opportunity to truly redefine everything and live so much more deliberately. You can choose where you go. You can choose what you do. not constrained by a place or by a thing or by a house or by all the many, many things you've accumulated. You can literally pack your bags and leave tomorrow if you wanted to. And, and I think, you know, that's the really interesting part is that it, it can be hard to embrace that. It's such a blessing and such a beautiful thing, but yeah, challenging to, to fully appreciate.
1: (laughs) And navigate. Yes, absolutely. It is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so I feel like, you know, that's a big thing in terms of, you know, if someone's really looking to to create this life, I think it's it's just being aware that there's going to be some adjusting and adapting that you have Mm -hmm. to make and that a lot of times the picture you had of it is going to be very different than the reality of it, Um, especially if you have kids. I mean, I think I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Ed? like, do you think what do you think of the bigger challenges that we have to navigate because we have the kids versus if we were young and single and just with each other, you know, I think there's definitely some different th- experiences and different things that you have to be aware of.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. And I think for me, the biggest challenge, not, not only just with the kids, but just in general, um, my biggest challenge is my mind that gets in the way. And those people that know me and uh, have done some work with me would probably um, appreciate that aspect of, working with me as well. Um, you know, I'm a thinker. I can think things through to to um um the nth degree <laughs> if, if you like. So so I think it's about in back to your question about the kids, Sonia. It's about, you know, one of the things that comes to my mind is, and I'm sure this is many parents can relate to this, is am I doing the right thing by my kids? You know, I have people, people who come up to me and are, like how are the kids coping? In, in the particular environment that you're exposing them to or that you're creating for them because it's so different to the norm, at least in the world that I come from. It's um, it's bucking the system to an extent. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, um, it's bucking a, um, a conditioning um, that has been so much, so a, a bigger part of our society. Uh, go to school, get your grades, all that. You've heard it all before. And and so it's like it's like um, almost an affront to some people when you say that you are um, um, pulling them out of the school system, for example, or, or you're um, you're going to be travelling around and you're not going to have the same home for more than a few months at a time. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's 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 a, it's a challenge, um, and we we um, deliberately think or think through or or contemplate you know what we are about to do and we um, take care not to put our kids in unnecessary um, uh, or expose them to unnecessary risk or put them in uh, unnecessarily potentially dangerous situations where we we can help that and so you know there are definitely these things that that are there but you know there is that there's still that overriding conditioning or indoctrination, if you will, um, that has been there for, you know, since we were kids, we were born into that. Um, and from the world that I come from, uh, that was, a, is, as I said, it's a very big piece and it's one that I think probably many people might struggle with. Um, and if they don't struggle with themselves, they might have to um, confront their or, 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 or come to the table with their partner who might have that, that uh, concern and, and uh, somehow reconcile the two. Uh, if that is your intention.
0: Yeah, and that's a really good point, I think, in general. Like, we are bucking the system. Like, this this sort of level of living and this paradigm that we're experiencing, like you're bucking the system in a lot of ways. And, you know, that is, again, one of the pros of it is that you're able to more deliberately live the life that you want, decide your preferences, decide where you want to go, free of expectation and obligation. But also that can be the challenge if you aren't prepared to deal with some of the criticism that comes with this. Because, you know, as much as so many of us really want this lifestyle, there is a lot of people who criticize criticize it and I think judge it and don't understand it and you know so that might be your family members or your parents or you know like like he was saying your partner may not fully be able to grasp all this. So I think, you know, it's really being able to to feel and understand your intentions because that was one of the really big things for me was what was my intention of doing this like if we're going to take the kids out of school if we're going to break free of the paradigms of you know that you're used to in the structure and the same house and all the possessions. You know, what is that intention? And I think when you've got a really strong intention, I talked about this in the last nomadic episode as well. You know, I think that really carries forward. It allows you to have more conviction with the people who might criticize you or the people who might, you know, say something in terms of um, not understanding the life you want. But I do think that is one of the interesting things that we have to contemplate. And back to what you originally said, I think, you know, we have to look at You know, are we doing right by the kids? What do they need? I mean, in truth, I think the kids are adapting far better than we are, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) But but I think, you know, you really have to look at what does everybody need. And that brings me into sort of another insight and point that I really had around this trip is that you need to understand what everybody's needs are, because the truth is that we all need different things. Like, you know, in terms of our children, like one of our children is very introverted and one of our children is very, you know, extroverted and they need very different things in an environment. So one is totally happy to stay in the house all the time and not to have friends and not to go to school and like, you know, super happy to be in our own world. The other one is desperate for kids and friends and people around. So we have to take that into account everywhere we go look for childcare options, look for, you know, uh, playgrounds, places that she can play with other kids and have that interaction. So, you know, you do have to think about in terms of a family or if you're just travelling with a partner or friends or however you're going to do it, you know, what are the needs of everybody and how do you make sure that every place you go has at least something that will allow each person to get what they need so they're fulfilled?
1: Mm, Such a good point And, and so natural perhaps for a mother. (laughs) <laughs> um, not, ne- love
0: father. <laughs> not,
1: not necessarily natural for a father. I'm, I'm not speaking for everyone here, but um, for myself, though, I definitely want to consider the needs of the kids. I'm probably not, I, don- I probably don't have the degree of mastery over that that Sonia, for example, has. And I'm sure that may be the case for many others, where someone is stronger in one area than the other. And I think it's I think it's useful, um, uh, and and works best for the team, the family team, if you acknowledge everyone's strengths in different areas. So I have my strengths. Sonia has her strengths, mm-hmm. and and the kids have their strengths as well, uh, or their or their particular um, qualities and and preferences. Um, so it's very important to have a look at that. Um, from a team perspective, if you like, and 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 see how you can best work together and adapt to whatever environment that um, your family or your friends, as it may be, are exposed to. And I think going back to what you said about the intention of the trip, Sonia, or, or your journey, um, that is, it's very important. And it's not just about what is right for the kids, it's about what's right for you and for your family. And of course, you're not always going to know what's right or what's wrong there there is truthfully there probably is no right or wrong it's just it's just you know what what do you want to experience and what you want to experience may not actually be the experience that you wanted so so there's another there's another um, story in that so it's I think it's really about being open to appreciating whatever experience you have and Sonia and I have both done a lot of Personal development work, mm-hmm. and so for us, part of the intention—at least I'll speak for myself—is—is is there's an opportunity for growth in in whatever you experience. So this is this is a great way to um, accelerate that growth. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you, you don't need to do this to accelerate growth, <laughs> but but it certainly is it a way to <laughs> it certainly is a way to do it. Uh, um, and once again, uh, you've got to be open to that. Uh, growth, uh, and willing to take on board whatever opportunities it presents to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, obviously, I mean, Laura and I as well talk a lot about self development and, and part of business. Obviously, this is like a a particular lifestyle. Not everybody wants to have this lifestyle for their business, but I, I think. You know, what we're talking about here, and, and we may have chosen it to look this way, but we're talking a lot about freedom. Like, what is freedom, really? And, you know, being untied and untethered to the past, to a particular country, to a hometown, to a job, to, you know, being untethered, that is, in my opinion, freedom. Having the ability to make choices more quickly and to make change more quickly, that's freedom as well. Um, but with that, comes, um, you know, challenges and growth and uh, new awarenesses and fear and all of those things that, you know, can come on. And I think whether you're looking to do, you know, this sort of nomadic lifestyle or whether you're just looking to really have more freedom, I think we need to begin to contemplate and look at what freedom really is. And sometimes the price that we pay for freedom or the, you know, the things we have to go through to get to freedom on the other side. Yeah, would you agree?
1: Exactly, exactly, I couldn't have put it better.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, so obviously it's been an adventure for us. I mean, we, you know, we still don't really know where we're going we know we have kind of a destination and you know over the next 2 years we're going to keep traveling whatever that looks like and you know we may stay in some places longer and not in others and and we're not even sure what we're doing even after the next 3 months but i think you know that is the the fun of this adventure and the exploration is you know to be able to wait to decide like i love that that we're not tied into anything and that we can literally make a new decision and and um and explore And have that freedom. Um, You know, is there anything else you would say? Like, if you were sort of to offer a suggestion to maybe the men in these women's lives who are listening right now, um, in order for them to sort of share a perspective or a tip on what they might do to move towards this kind of living or life, what would it be?
1: Oh, wow. That would be a book. Uh... If, okay, you
0: can start with one? <laughs> if
1: I could if I could put it uh, in a few words um the thing the things that have um i guess kind of knocked me around a bit or caused me to question uh, where I was coming from um before I I started having this amazing experience with Sonia, and I don't just mean in the last few months I mean back when I first met Sonia. um you know some of the the um ingrained ideas or ways that i had i think it's uh, useful to look in the mirror you know long and hard and you know be able to look at yourself and say you know is that who i really want to be now i can really feel this as i as i'm saying it it's it's quite an emotional time or, or or quite an emotional thing um to realize you know that the way that you have been doing things in the past, the way that you've done things is not necessarily the way that you have to do them in the future. And so I would just say to all the men out there or anyone that can resonate with what I'm saying, take a long, hard look at yourself and ask yourself, is this really who you want to be? And if the answer is no, then do something about it. And if you need help, ask for the help that you need. And sometimes you'll be surprised and amazed at what will come your way.
0: That's really beautiful. And I think and I think that's true for all of us. You know, men are women. You know, I think a lot of times we get stuck in who we think we have to be or old patterns of who we've been. And I think sometimes it's so important to really stop and say, you know, is this who I wanna be? You know, And I think that's important in business as well. I mean, since we're obviously, this is all tied into business, is that sometimes we can be operating our businesses are working in a fashion or balancing business and family in a way that doesn't feel good. And is isn't who we really wanna be and how we really wanna operate. And I think being able to take a look in the mirror, as you said, and really ask ourselves that tough question You know, is this really who I want to be? Is this really how I want to operate? And if not, making a change. I mean, that's huge. As much as we obviously talk in this podcast to women, because that's really who we're targeting and who we're working with. You know, the truth is most women have men in their lives, obviously. You know, they've got partners and husbands and, you know, brothers and and fathers. and, And men also have to navigate a lot of things. And I think... You know, it can be hard for us sometimes as women to uh, be be more patient with our partners or to communicate with them in a way that's effective. Um, We can react, we can get upset, we can judge, we can. And I think, you know, sometimes having really honest conversations with our partners about what we want and who we are and what we need and hearing them and listening to them is really important as well. And um, I think sometimes we don't give the men in our lives enough credit, and so you know we can give them a little bit more credit because a lot of times they're very wise, or we wouldn't choose them.
1: Yes, yes, you could definitely give the men in your life more credit. <laughs>
0: I'm just, I'm just
1: soaking it up while I can. I, I was, I was thinking the opposite. I, I think, I think also, uh, the opposite in that I think perhaps maybe. Um, you know, some of the men out there, including myself, uh, don't give their their wives or, or feminine counterparts. Um, so when I talk about men and women, in my mind, is masculine, feminine, and that could, that, you know, can be gender neutral. Yeah, am I getting that right? Um, it, but either way, it's it's about um, acknowledging, you know, that the feminine and and um, and appreciating what a beautiful what a a beautiful way or, or the, the beautiful way in which the feminine operates and how it so well complements the masculine element uh, and so it's 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 really um, i guess being present with that it's mm-hmm. it's it's taking the time to feel it deeply and and to adjust accordingly so that, you know, like I have experienced myself, you're not cutting yourself off by operating solely from your head and mm-hmm. calculating and and preconceiving and and doing all those things that keep you disconnected from that important other element, whether it be the feminine or the masculine, um, it is so important that those two work together,
0: mm. and and
1: are not um, working
0: in opposition. In opposition, yeah. Thank you. And and look, that's such <laughs> a big thing as well that we've learned in terms of this trip is that it's really important to learn to function as a team you know, whether, whether it's just you and your partner, whether it's the kids, it's like, you know, everybody needs to function as a team. And that's a practice. Like, you know, we're definitely not fully mastering that yet. (laughs) Like we're, we, we have our conflict and the different things we struggle with.
1: We're we're working on our Kung Fu. Yeah,
0: we're working on it for sure. (laughs) But I think, you know, just recognizing that it's, it's about that team playing and that working with each other. And And the truth is that in this kind of lifestyle, the feminine works really well. And and I think, I actually think it's harder for the masculine, and I'll let you speak from your perspective in a second as well. But I think, you know, because what you're doing in this kind of lifestyle is, you know, it's more spontaneous, it's more feeling things, it's nothing set in stone at any point, um, you know, and so because of that, there's a lot of flexibility and there's a lot of sort of I don't know, movement and flow. And to me, that's really conducive to the feminine. Like I find I thrive in this kind of experience and environment that, you know, who I am so innately, that feminine component is working really, really well with it. But I think the structure of the masculine can struggle or can struggle against some of the freedom and the spontaneity and the flowing and the unknowns. Like just even there being so many unknowns in this kind of lifestyle
1: yeah perhaps that is true that the masculine struggles more um and so i had to reconcile in that mind well how have i coped and maybe it's because i've called on that feminine piece of me to mm. you know go with the flow mm. uh, i didn't probably acknowledge that until now and i still think i've got to contemplate that for a little while yeah. um, but i do remember one one moment it you know this is an opportunity to well one of those opportunities that came to me we're at the we're at a water park and the kids kids were loving this water park and there was some big scary slides yeah <laughs> you know um not just for our youngest but for me as well and i thought do i really i haven't done this for ages i, I don't know whether i want to do this <laughs> and of course the girls um, encouraged me to go on one i thought this is one that i can do and as i was uh after we climbed about um, 20 flights of stairs to get to the top of this water slide, (laughs) you know, I I was thinking, do I really want to do this? Anyhow. So, so I get in the chute and it's dark and I slide down and then then the sunlight comes out at the end of the tunnel and we're going quite fast down. And at one point, you know, I can feel the fear or the um, whatever excitement that comes as you, as you would expect when you're going down a fast water slide. But then there's a, there's a, there's a, in that moment, that split second, I thought I could decide to fear this all the way down or, or be excited or whatever, or I could really enjoy this. And it was just, uh, it was the feeling of resisting in one second. And then the next one was diving for, forward. And it, physically, it might have just felt like shifting my body a little bit forward, but it was like flying into it rather than trying to stop myself from going back, you know, pull myself back. Oh, no, I don't want to do this. It was like, oh, this is so cool, you know. It was just a (laughs) split-second decision. And I think that's, it just, I guess, reminded me that in any moment we have the power to decide how we want to experience this moment.
0: Yeah, that's a great metaphor, I think, for this lifestyle and this experience that we're having as well. Like sometimes I think all of us, you know, we've experienced some resistance to something, you know, whether it's um, what we're, what some idea we had of what we would experience and it's very different or fear unknown or some challenges, you know, as we're flying down this um, <laughs> waterway of the pneumatic living.
1: Not knowing then... <laughs> which direction it's going to go next.
0: <laughs> and I think, you know, that's it. We can sit back, we can sort of pull back and resist. And I think this is true of a lot of things in life or we can like, you know, move a little bit forward and embrace it. and fly into it and you know I think that is a really cool tip for how to make the most of this kind of lifestyle and of life in general you know I think we don't we don't lean forward into life enough you know we're so often uh, trying to prepare trying to control trying to resist trying to slow down trying to stop uh, that I think we need to lean in a lot more.
1: Mm, well put, well yeah. put. And if I may add, for the kids mm. as well, our youngest, she went to the water park as well. And in one day, she went from fearing water slides and even going into the, wa- well, no, fearing the water slides. She mm. wouldn't even go on the smallest water In one no. day, she went from, from that place to being excited and going running up to the top of the water slides, from the little ones to the bigger ones, maybe not the giant ones, but mm. she she definitely progressed through a, a couple of levels of water slides in one day. Um, so you know the experience is there to be had by the kids as well. It, we're not just mm. talking for ourselves here; they too can can um, quickly transform that experience for themselves.
0: Mm. And I think some of it, you know, with the kids as well is is us being able to help them embrace it. Like, I think sometimes we're so protective of the kids and we're so uh, busy trying to safeguard their experiences. And I think sometimes we have to just allow them to experience whatever it is they're in and help them lean forward into the resistance, into the fear, into the experience of it. Um, Yeah, so that I think is a good theme for today's podcast. And I think that's a good place to to finish so thank you all for joining us thank you ed for joining us as well thank you for having me and have an amazing time and we'll see you next week Thanks so much for listening to the show. Add to the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease. We need more women in power and with the resources to change the world. If you are enjoying the show and want to support our mission, please help us spread the word. You can write a review on iTunes, or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who've commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We are so appreciative of your support. Okay, see you next week.